Hey, this is Mike Russell from musicradiocreative.com. Thank you for checking out the audio podcast version of my live video streams. You can catch them Monday to Friday from 2 p.m. UK time at mrc.fm slash live. Now, enjoy the lesson as we delve into audio production tips, tricks, and techniques, mainly in Adobe Audition, but also a few other doors here and there. Enjoy the show. Hello there, I am Mike Russell from musicradiocreative.com and it is my pleasure to be with you on the live stream as always. It's a bit of a wet and windy Wednesday on the Isle of Wight, but I won't let that get to me because I'm in a really warm studio with lovely bright lights shining in my face. It feels like summertime, even though it's not in Great Britain right now. Uh, so great to have you watching uh, all around the world, wherever you are. Uh, just a big hello to you, by the way, if you are new to the show. Uh, I I know a lot of people uh, who do watch and are regulars are telling their friends about this and we're getting more people joining the community as a result, which is fantastic. Um, so if you're brand new to the stream today, welcome along. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's great to have you here. Uh, this is a show for audio producers, people who love audio. Uh, it's for radio hosts, it's for DJs, it's for podcasters. Anyone who's creating, mixing or broadcasting creative audio, then this is the place for you to be. Today, we're talking about organizing your audio production folders. So let me give you a heads up if you are brand new. And by the way, if you are new, type new into the chat wherever you're watching. We can see the chat wherever you are, whether whether you're on Mixer or Twitch or Beam. No, Beam is the old Mixer, isn't it? But or YouTube or Facebook, uh, we can see you. And uh, I'd love to see you, particularly the Facebook Live bunch, because, uh, yeah, I always love to know where you're watching on Facebook Live. So let me know in the comments and just type new if you're new. So it's going to be a different show today. We're going to focus uh, quite a lot on the theoretical side of audio production. Uh, we're going to look at folders and file structures and organization and how best to do it and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we'll be looking at bits of audio and we'll also be uh, going into a few doors as well, uh, just looking at how you can use the file organization structure in there and make things work for you. Uh, so plenty of stuff to look into, but just a heads up, it is going to be a little bit different. Usually I get right in and I dive in and I'm creating something in an audio editor and showing you how I would do it. Uh, today, I'm not really going to be creating anything amazingly creative. So just with that heads up, thought I'd let you know and uh, we can get down to business. By the way, thank you so much to uh, Scott Davis. You can see up there has just done a uh, super chat just before we got started for the show. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Actually, I could fade my mic off for that. There, I just cleared my throat with the mic down. Hmm. Lovely. Okay. So, uh, file organization. It's really, really easy to lose your files as an audio producer if you're not keeping things uh, safe and sound, or if you don't have some kind of structure, if you don't have any structure at all, you're definitely going to lose files. So I'm going to go through, uh, I'll start off with looking at my file structure, what I've got going on, what I recommend, uh, perhaps look at what I'm not doing, which I could be doing better. And we can discuss, you can say in the comments, like your thoughts and how you're organizing your files and your audio files in particular. I find Mac pretty good for, for searching. I find Spotlight is good, the command space, and then searching for files. I find, I use, that feature on Mac alone every day. I'm not sure how you do it on Windows. It's been a long time for me. I think it is it Control F or something like that to find on Windows. Um, but with the Mac, I just couldn't live without Spotlight because every time I'm working on an order here at Music Radio Creative, when a, a piece of audio comes in, I always use Spotlight and I search by the order number. Uh, let me give you an example. If I go into Screen Share. And on screen share mode, by the way, you will see, you will notice that the uh, community is available to you to join. Caddo's uh, been posting the link in the chat, I can see already, community.musicradiocreative.com. And we've had uh, a ton of questions in the community about this very topic, so I thought it was time we get into it. Uh, over here, you'll see, let me bring this uh, down into view and zoom in. This is my, uh, this is just my finder here on the Mac. And as you can see right now, I'm in a um, in a certain subfolder in my Google Drive. Now we'll get onto cloud storage in a minute because I know that everybody's wondering what is the best kind of cloud storage. So we'll uh, we'll look at that in a minute. Um, but first of all, here at Music Radio Creative, we work with like literally hundreds of people, uh, so we need to have them all categorised with their own Google Drive folder. Uh, so we've got their first name and then MRC. And the reason we put MRC at the end here for the uh, the voice talent, the singing talent, um, bits like that, not 
the producers, because we have a, a different area for producers to work in, which I'll show you in a minute. Um, we add MRC at the end because when the voice talent syncs that folder, uh, it's named the same thing their end. So usually they want something to identify who they're voicing for. Otherwise, they'd have hundreds of folders all named the same thing. So you can see here at the moment, I'm in Duke's folder and you can see uh, in the main, he is naming orders uh, by order number. So I can see that, yeah, that's brilliant. All of those orders are there ready to produce. And uh, if I want to, uh, like I just mentioned, I can get my spotlight up. I might need to just zoom out to show you the spotlight again. So let's go to uh, full screen share mode. Uh, spotlight is brilliant. So if I'm working on order 222879, I can see here immediately at a glance uh, what is there to do with that order number. So I can't stress enough, particularly if you're working on tons of uh, orders or like tons of different ideas, try and get a numbering structure, particularly if you're a business where it's your your job. Uh, like for instance, if you're a voiceover artist and you, you want to you know get things in a good order, uh, start creating some kind of uh, workflow or spreadsheet or database where you can record every order you do. Uh, maybe it's a CMS, maybe it's your website or something, and then give everything a number so that you can say, okay, that's order number. Uh, and if a client comes back to you and, and says, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not happy with that thing you did three months ago. And you're like, three months ago? I don't know where it is on my hard drive. Or uh, a common thing we get at Music Radio Creative is... Hello there. Uh, it's been 18 months, but I've just wiped my hard disk. I just wondered if you happen to have the audio. So uh, most of the times we do, um, but uh, we do have a system for backing up as well, which again, I'm going to get into in this stream. Uh, but as you can see, this is the order here. So I can see that will be Duke's uh, wave file, wave audio there that I could drag. I can literally drag that straight from here into Adobe Audition if I want. I can also see a zip file. So that means I know the order has been completed because uh, the, the final files would have been zipped up and sent to the client. That's how we do it. Uh, so there's a zip file there. So let me give you an example. I'm working on order 222879 boom, drag, Adobe Audition, and there is Duke's session. Okay, so that is, that's basically how we work with everyone. Everyone gets an order number, everyone gets sent, uh, we work with Google Sheets, and we, we fill out Google Sheets with the order numbers, and with the, the liners to, to voice, or whatever it is, and then we get those back, and we always uh, ask for WAV file audio, uh, and name your WAV file the order number. So then it's really easy to search, and we, we really encourage all of our talent uh, to do exactly that, and uh, they pretty much do, which is good. When you get into Audition, uh, let me show you, actually, there's a, a session of Duke that I compressed earlier on. So uh, this is some of the stuff from the, uh, the MRC intro. Testing the left speaker. So you go, unprocessed raw audio from Duke. Left. Now. And all of that good stuff. So we've got lots of great stuff. By the way, uh, I've seen a couple of comments recently about the, uh, the introduction to this live show and, uh, and how you, you're quite liking it. So I was considering perhaps next week launching as a product just for a week, just for a short amount of time for anyone interested, uh, the ability to, uh, to take the intro that I have to this show and customize it for you, for your show. I'm only going to make it available for a week because I, I don't want everyone using it. <laughs> But if that's something that interests you, let me know in the chat uh, that you'd like it. And I'll consider maybe uh, launching it as a product uh, maybe next week on the show if you're interested. So uh, here is all the audio from that intro, raw from Duke's mouth. And here's a really cool hack. So I've got all the audio here inside Audition. And he says lots of different lines. And maybe I want to save all of that uh, into different files or multiple files. Or I want to send it to the client. What's an easy way to do that? Now, I could go through. Uh, one thing I do regularly if I'm saving a certain section ready to send, I'll zoom in and I'll select just the audio. So say I'm sending that as a dry file to the client. And I will use, and I know David Silk in the chat will be proud of me, instead of going to File and Save Selection As, I would actually use... Command, Option, and S. Or if you're on a PC, that would be Control, Alt, and S. And that is the Save Selection As thing. And what that will do, it will save only what you've got selected in your waveform view, which is brilliant. Um, so then I'll call that, you know, Testing Left. Now, the coolest thing about this in particular, let me just zoom in on the Save Selection As. You can see that now. I usually save as, as WAV 
Wave PCM uh, because it's the best quality and the best supported. Obviously, AF or AIF is is good for Apple as well, but uh, just WAV files tend to be uh, the big format here. Um, a lot of people ask me, Mike, why does Adobe Audition always default to saving as WAV? Why can't I change it so I can have a default of MP3? Well, save selection as will be the dialog box you will want. And for the simple reason that if I click this down and say, okay, now I'm going to start saving as MP3, I want it to be, well, obviously 320 kilobits per second constant bit rate is the best you can get out of MP3. But say I'm a podcaster and I want to save all my audio at 128 like that. Go, okay. Uh, I usually switch off markers and metadata. Don't need to save all of that in and click okay. Now, the next time I go and save selection as, so I'm just going to zoom out for you and show you on this little bit. If I was to do command option, or control alt and s then it now is giving me the option to save as mp3 and it always will do in the future so that's that's a really cool thing and also the location that's sticky as well so if i said download slash uh, mrc live dash live uh, then the next time i go it'll create the folder first of all and the next time i save the next selection uh, it'll give me the folder and the mp3 format i have selected whereas uh, command s or control s will always default to wave for some reason at the moment uh, so that's what we've got. Um, but say I want to go through and save all of this out really quickly uh, into a folder, and I don't want to go through and save selection as for all of these files. There must be 20, 25, 30 sections to cut in there. Um, so there's a cool window that you can access in the window menu, uh, and then diagnostics here, and the effect is called mark audio. Uh, now, what you can do is you can scan and it will find certain points where it reckons the voice starts and stops speaking. And then you can click mark all. Now, you'll see here, maybe it won't look so good. I mean, to be honest, that's really not bad at all, is it? It has marked all the bits of speaking. It's assigned a different marker. Sometimes if you find that this option is inaccurate and it's not doing it properly, a good button to push over here is find levels like that. And then it's just going to adjust the levels to what it reckons are the optimum for the particular piece of audio that you're working on. So now I've got all those markers in there. I can go to window and markers here. Whoa, look at all those markers. So yes, there were 32 bits of audio to save. And I can just go through and I can name all these markers, you know, testing left. And then marker two could be, you know, left like that. And so on and so on. Go through. Obviously, I won't do it all because it'll take me a little while longer. But then you've got this cool button here, export audio of selected range markers to separate files. Okay, click that. Uh, use marker names in file names, exactly what I want. You can prefix it or postfix it as well, uh, but I won't do any of that. And I'll put it into MRC Live folder, saving as wave, why not? Export. And wow, that was really quick. Let's go back to our finder here. Open the downloads folder here, and we'll go to MRC Live. Uh, now, uh, why has it not done it? I've not done something clearly there that should be happening. So why is it not working? MRC Live. Let's just do MRC Live New, Export, Create, and let's see what's going on here. MRC Live New. Oh, oh maybe it's because I've only got left selected. Maybe I need to select all here. So yes, make sure you select all. And then let's go there, MRC Live. Let's call this MRC Live New 2, Export, Yes, create it. Yes, that's. I can see that working a little bit more. Back to the finder, MRC Live New 2. There we go. Left, testing left, and all my other marker audio now uh, ready to, to drag in. This is brilliant if you want little bits to go in. Uh, so we'll get deeper into file organization. A few tools you can use coming up next. Um, but that's basically how I would start and do my workflow in Adobe Audition. I think, though, it is time to take a little look at your comments. I always like to look at your comments on the show, on the live stream. So it's, uh, it's great to be with you on this Wednesday. We're talking about how to set up audio production folders uh, for optimum storage and memory and also some services you can use. Uh, so let's see who we've got in the chat. Uh, we've got Jay, who's waiting there and eager and loving, uh, loving it very much. So thanks, Jay. 
Also, Joseph on Facebook Live. Love the page and a new viewer as well. Joseph, you are very, very welcome to this show. It's a great to have you here. So what else have we got here? Let's see. Uh, we've got uh, Joe really wants the spanner. Do you want to be a spanner, Joe? You're very welcome to be a spanner if you'd like. <laughs> you'd like to a, a spanner, not a spammer. Yeah, just let's make sure. Let's make absolutely sure that I I, I read that correctly. <laughs> we don't want spam. But yes, spa, a spanner, a spanner. So what the spanner is, if you are a spanner in the uh, in the chat, and generally, uh, you can see there, Caddo is a spanner, so he gets highlighted here. And also, you see him with a spanner on YouTube chat. Uh, Isabella is a spanner as well. And uh, moderators, what they can do is they can, like, kick out and ban any comments that are not so good in the chat. Uh, they can also post links. So that's a huge responsibility, guys. And, um, and also, uh, you get the, uh, the moderator shield over on our community. Let me show you that. And, uh, Joe, you have been contributing amazing things to the community so i think definitely a spanner and a shield in order for you so as you can see caddo's got a shield next to his name uh, meaning he's a mod although he won't like me calling him a mod <laughs> he's a moderator or a rocker if you prefer um so yeah uh, and it's just basically moderation that's that's simply what it is so uh yeah joe remind me send me a message via the community so i remember at the end of the show uh scott uh is there bizzle media so happy i happen to be passing you as uh i started going live audio production folder organization has always been a sensitive area can't wait uh joe sings the uh the intro to music radio creative live all day uh scott needs his phaser today that's very good uh and what else have we got here liam Good to be in again. English for technical aviation's in as well. Uh, we've got Termain, uh, very cool indeed, saying uh, Pez2054. You, thanks for that comment. Uh, Transcendent Drummer, I think that is, is a new viewer to the show, so it's lovely to have you here. Uh, really nice of Caddo to be posting links out to the community. Uh, David is new as well. David McIntyre, nice to have you here. Hi to David. Hey, uh, glad you got the uh, round of applause, by the way that I made yesterday. Uh, Paul Orr, thank you, thank you. I need organisation. Cosmin, hey Mike, did you ever try Fruity Loops? I get asked that quite a bit, uh, but no, not a Windows person really, no, very much. Uh, who else have we got here? Simeon RDF, hello and greetings, regards from Berlin, Germany. It's nice to have you in. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, video is even worse, no matter how many times I organise it, it's disaster. Well, I do like uh, the Adobe Media Encoder, and I'm a big fan of, I think Caddo's mentioned this before, Adobe Bridge, although I've not used it very much. I think Adobe Bridge, in fact, I can load that up uh, on, my, uh, on my computer here, so we can have a little look at it uh, when I go back to screen share and see how Adobe Bridge may be handy. Uh, who else have we got in here? Sorry if I missed some comments. I'm scanning through as many as I can. Uh, Falami, definitely interested in the customization of the intro. Okay, cool. So we might be doing that uh, as a product for next week. Watch this space. Uh, Paul Orr, yes, interested in the custom intro. That's nice. Excellent stuff. Uh, what else is in here worth mentioning? Um... We've got uh, Louis Riviera, weird, doesn't do that for me. Sorry, I'm reading a comment in context now. Shouldn't really do that, should I? Uh, Eprimify is in, I see Eprimify. Good afternoon and good morning to you, Anthony Hall. Uh, Lawrence Bonimer, hey, how are you doing? Nice to see you in. Uh, watching from Orlando, Florida right now. Ooh, that's a nice place to be. I'm sure it's warmer uh, than this part of the world right now. Tarek's in um, and Christopher as well. Nice to see you there. Uh, why is Isabella writing t-shirt, 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 t-shirt? What, what's that all about? Apparently t-shirt. What's wrong with me t-shirt today? Is it okay? It's not, I'm, I'm not bleeding on the green screen because it's blue. Or is it, should I, I've, got, I've definitely got a shirt on today. So uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure what that's all about. Oh, I have a cool t-shirt. Oh, I see. Okay, now I'm just... Sorry, I'm reading through the comments in context. Oh, Is this cool? You tell me if that's cool. Now that you can see a little bit of bleed there on the green screen. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know if that's cool or not. The Simpsons. 
Is that cool? But thank you, Isabella, for, for bringing that up. <laughs> Dayo's in. Uh, bridge is a little bit finicky. Fin- f- finicky, uh, says Scott. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Juan's in. Nice to see you there. Right, let's get back to it and, and have a quick look at Bridge. Yeah, I mean, Bridge looks okay, but... Uh, like I say, I've not used Adobe Bridge. This is Adobe Bridge. And yeah, you can see everything here uh, that you would usually do in your Finder. Uh, and you can add like keywords, I guess, and date created and stuff. So it's a bit of an organizer, but it's not really an organizer for uh, audio specifically. And I did see, I did happen to notice that... Um, I think it was Caddo uh, mentioned a resource that Ule has mentioned uh, in the uh, community forum at community.musicradiocreative.com. It's a tool called Audio Finder. And just before we went on, I downloaded that. Uh, I've got the demo version, but it kicked me out just before I went on. It doesn't give you very long to try it out. Audio Finder. Let's see if it loads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Demo. Uh, check for updates. No, it's all right. I don't need updates at the moment. Uh, so if I go into, uh, let's find something in my Google Drive here, uh, talent folders. Oh, no, actually, how do I back up? Let's go back. Uh, let's go to producers, library. So this will be interesting for you, uh, my producers library. So yeah, um, from what I understand, Audio Finder is pretty good. Uh, They have a nice landing page here and you can purchase it for the royal sum of around 70 bucks. That's USD. And they even have a support and a forum there. Crikey. So uh, very passionate, the users of this. Uh, Let's have a look at how this Audio Finder works and why it's good. If I see Caddo and Uli mentioning it, uh, it must be um, it must be something worth paying attention to. Like I say, I haven't used this myself, but what I can see straight away is I could go into something like Music Beds here. This is my this is my structure, by the way, for the library. We essentially have celebrity DJ drops, which are. Uh, basically celebrities saying, hi, I'm so-and-so, so-and-so, you know. Hey, what's stuff. up? You're still here, 50 Cent. Yeah, it's 50 Cent. I like the fact you get a waveform here with a max dB. That's pretty cool. And, uh, oh, yes, yes. Any, anyone watching in the UK right now? Hello, Alan Sugar here. Very nice. Uh, oh, <laughs> another UK one. Our favourite Saturday night people. This is Declan. And this is Ant. Um, but we'll go for someone a little more international. Hello, this is Bill Murray. Or, What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. So this is pretty cool. I like the way that uh, Audio Finder, I, I would consider, if it's a one-time purchase of $70, I would definitely consider that. I don't know, does that mean you can use it on a couple of computers or only one? I'm guessing it's restricted to one. Um, but yeah, thanks to Caddo who's posted the link there in the chat if you want to go and check it out. Uh, so this is pretty good because when I skip through here and uh, I find anyone... Hi, this is Cher. I can literally click the file and it starts playing immediately. Now, like I say, it's really the first time I've played with this, so I don't know all the advanced features. I'm sure there are some really epic things here uh, that I could be showing you. But, uh, for instance, I, I really like this, doing this to share. One thing I did realise is it's got a kind of keyboard that can, uh, that can do this to the uh, audio. Hi, this is Cher. <laughs> so, Hi, this is Cher. Hi, this is Cher. And I can go down an octave. Hi, this is Cher. Yeah, Cher sounds a lot better like that. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Hi, I'm Christina Aguilera. Okay, so, uh, yeah, obviously I can skip through. Now, I can see how this could be handy because uh, this would be best if I went back into library. So, as you can see, Celebrity DJ drops there. Custom jingle music, which are like our custom uh, proprietary MRC jingles. So, we have them in a different folder. Imaging effects, that's pretty self-explanatory. All the stuff we use to make jingles. I'll probably dive into that folder in a bit more detail in a bit. Music beds and sound effects. Difference between imaging effect, SFX and sound effects is that imaging effects are, well I can show you, imaging effects sound a little bit like this. Okay, that's what we call imaging effects. And then when I go back to library and sound effects, sound effects are the more natural sound effects that we have. Libraries... Disappointment. <laughs> so there you go. Different sound effects. We've got all kinds of stuff in here. Uh, fireworks for New Year's Eve. There they go. On the beach. Pretty cool stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty nifty and zippy. And I'm just wondering now whether, if I go back to my screen share, say I found an audio file in here I really liked. Oh, 
there goes the firework. If I go back to screen share here and go to Adobe Audition, if I go to this app and try and drag that to Audition, oh, nice, yeah, straight in. And I like the way when you drag, you're getting a little wave audio there. That's that's cool. I like that a lot. Uh, what else can I do? Sample tool. Gosh, there is, I bet there's a ton of cool stuff in here. Pitch analyzer, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, just playing with that to find out what's possible. Uh, wow, okay. Oh. Crikey. So it's giving me a pitch analysis, I guess, of this audio. That'd probably be better for uh, for music. So let's have a look at music beds here. Uh, let's go to... Uh, should we go for EDM? Yeah. Actually, no. Let's go for... Let's... Uh, I thought I had trance. Where's my trance folder? Oh, it must be uh, hidden away somewhere. Uh... Oh, let's go for uh, Deep House. How about Deep House? Okay. So this would be interesting to use on something like this. So that's a bit of Deep House there, rolling away. And if I go to the um, pitch analyzer... That's interesting. So is it telling me it's in the key of D sharp? Is that what it's telling me? I think it might be, which if it can tell you the key of a, of a track, that's pretty awesome. Um, oh, wow, it can make groovy sound effects. I don't know how to get out of it, though. It's kind of stuck for some reason. Surely it shouldn't do that. Um, tap over here allows me to tap out BPM. It's a shame it's... Uh, maybe it does have a um, an automatic BPM detector. That would be cool if it did. Let's try tapping. Oh, hang on. Uh, it's crashed on me. Uh, let's exit out of Audio Finder, force quit, and reopen it, and just have a play with it. Uh, demo, and back in. There must be a way to set your default so that it always goes back to uh, where you want it to be. Uh, producers, library, music beds, and we're looking at Deep House here. Oh, I see, okay. Oh, spacebar, that's easier. Okay, so I think I got a BPM of 112 there. Let's, uh, let's try it again. Oh, hang on. Okay, so yeah, tapping away gives me a beats per minute. It's a shame. It would be really nifty if that had a, a native uh, recognizer for BPM. That would be really nice. But anyway, um, maybe it does. Oh, guess key. Let's try that then. Guess the key for me. Yeah, D sharp. Look at that. So it's obviously using its pitch analyzer on there. So a lot of really cool stuff, particularly if you're working in Audition uh, that doesn't have all that kind of stuff that allows you to uh, to check out the uh, the key of a track. That is uh, That alone, I think, is... Uh, is quite nice. It gives you a bit of an analysis on the audio file. So I can see it's a 24-bit file, stereo wave. That's good for when we get uh, stuff from uh, various talent. We can see if they're recording in the best quality. Often we have to go back and forth sometimes and troubleshoot um, with some of our talent occasionally. Um, and yes, having some information like this uh, is brilliant. And I can see here there's metadata as well, which is amazing. So really good. You can even see the originator. Wow, this is this is amazing. So yeah, it's yeah, it's got all the metadata in there inside that WAV file. I'm pretty impressed with that little bit of kit. So uh, it's um, it's definitely worth taking a look into Audio Finder uh, for the uh, nice sum of seventy dollars, just under seventy dollars. You can get that. Coming up in a minute, I would like to talk to you about cloud storage and how we're storing everything in the cloud, what I recommend, uh, some of the cool tools. And remember, if you want to continue this conversation after the show today, you can do so over at community.musicradiocreative.com. Link I'm just popping up there will take you to the latest discussions here, and you can see uh, what is being discussed uh, at the moment. Uh, 
a lot of people hopping into my home recording studio equipment list, um, which is actually, it's, it's a compilation here, uh, a mix of all the equipment I'm using here in my studio on the Isle of Wight to bring you these live streams and also to produce audio. So I thought that you would, um, you would like to see that, potentially. Uh, there's other discussions in there, lots of categories as well. Uh, we've got Caddo discussing uh, with others uh, a creation of an MRC jingle for this show. Uh, that's not made by Music Radio Creative Talent. That's uh, made by you guys in the community, which is amazing. Um, another hot topic at the moment, broadcasting your video over all social media platforms. Actually, I'll just throw that in because uh, this is what I'm using. I've got it on monitor on my screen above. Um, I'm using this. You can access it at mrc.fm slash restream. That's mrc.fm slash restream. And uh, if you want to broadcast across all of these different platforms, I really have found this. Once I figured out how it all worked, I found it amazing. So I don't use it for everything. I send out... um, unique uh, streams to YouTube uh, and to Facebook and to Periscope because I like to have a little more control on those platforms because they're um, they're my most popular platforms. Uh, but otherwise, for syndicating out to Mixer, uh, to, I've got Twitch hooked in there as well. Smashcast, VK, the Russian social network, Ustream, does it all at the same time. Not quite sure why some of these are, are not connecting. I have set them up correctly, um, and this one is kind of spinning around. But most of the streams work, and I mean, it's free as well. Did I say it's free to sign up? mrc.fm slash restream. Uh, head over there if you've considered multi-streaming yourself uh, and you want to get a bigger audience than just being on like one place like YouTube or just Facebook Live. Uh, something like this, mrc.fm slash restream, is going to allow you to do that. And I discovered a good platform as well on there called Chew. Uh, And Chew, I think it's Chew.dj, is actually a streaming platform for DJs. So if you're a DJ, you may well want to check that out. Okay, before we move on to cloud storage, let's take a look at the the comments that you've got here uh, coming in. Uh, So what have we got here? Eprimify reckons I should give away my Bart Simpson t-shirt. Should I? Should I take it take it off now and give it to you? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's a good T-shirt. Maybe. Maybe. Why not? Uh, thanks for the kind comments in the chat, by the way, about the T-shirt. Hi to Mark, who's watching on Facebook Live. Always good to have you there. And do let me know uh, where you're watching from, by the way, when you tune in. Uh, Cowabunga Man, says Barbara. A pixel-lingual, pixel-lingo multimedia. I'm not cool, but if I were, I'd say it's a cool shirt. Thank you. Hmm. Um, oh, thank you very much, Gatto. He's uh, posted a link to Amazon. Let me just show you uh, actually on the screen. It might be worth to have a little look at this. Um, let's go to that link. Uh, where are we here? Um, let's open that link up and pull it down. So, yes, uh, I think this is only available on the U.S. store, but you can get an MRC T-shirt if you're in the USA. And Caddo has kindly posted a link in the, uh, the chat. I should, probably, uh, I should probably make a short link for that, actually, so uh, it's worth doing that. Uh, but I think it's only available to you in the U.S., uh, you might be able to get international shipping on it, um, and it will. Uh, some of that money will help to support the show, by the way, so it's a good way to support the show uh, by grabbing a T-shirt. And if you'd like uh, different T-shirts with different designs, let me know about that, um, because that's something we can do. So I'm just making a short link to it now. If you're listening on the replay or on the podcast, you might just want to go to mrc.fm slash t-shirt, mrc.fm slash t-shirt, and that will take you straight uh, to the Amazon page where you can... Uh, you can grab it for yourself. Uh, Eprimify watching Mike's live streams is a cool way to start my day before I work out, although I'll be sad when he stops live streaming. Oh, uh, I don't know. I might go on for a little bit longer. Um, we've had a little bit of a rejig, so I can give you a heads up. Because I know I said way back, uh, just over a month ago when I started these live streams, uh, that we're going away in August. Uh, Well, that's no longer happening, so hmm, sad for me, but uh, actually really good for you, uh, because this live stream will continue throughout August. Um, But I can tell you first, because I just had it arranged uh, yesterday, I'm having two wisdom teeth taken out uh, in September. Um, I think it's... uh, 
around mid-September. So you can feel uh, positive vibes for me when I go in to have those taken out. <laughs> I'll need them. And uh, yes, I, I think I'll, I'll then be off the stream because uh, I'll be away as well uh, shortly before that. So I'll be away for about a week and a half in September. Uh, but you've got me through August. Sorry about that. Uh, hi to our Russian friend watching in the YouTube chat. Uh, where are the likes? Yes, do throw a like on this video wherever you're watching it. That would be nice. Uh, what does Audio Finder do that's different from going through the Finder? Well, I think uh, Audio Finder is good. Uh, let's just uh, go back actually and have a, uh, a zoomed look at Audio Finder. Can we zoom that in nice and close? So I think the good thing about Audio Finder is that you've got some music and wave recognition here. Uh, you've got a key detection. You've got the possibility to find BPM here, uh, add in bars and beats. You can loop stuff over. I mean, I, like I say, I haven't really explored this in full, but I think there's some pretty nifty audio features. Gives you all the metadata as well at a glance, which is pretty cool. It's all stuff you can really do in Audition and in Logic, but... Uh, that's why I think Audio Finder just has a, a little bit of a, a, a cool thing going on there. Right, uh, so let's have a look. Uh, Scott, thanks for the reminder. Uh, it collates everything according to your personal settings. Nice, says Caddo. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, <laughs> some comments on the uh, the uh, audio I was playing. Sorry if I can't get to everything. Um, but yes, I am going to need ibuprofen. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Pixelingual Multimedia. I've never had a wisdom teeth out. I've still got all four of them, and I'm having two taken out at the same time. My dentist did initially suggest that I should have th three, and if he could, he'd take all four out, so crikey. Hold on to my jaw, I think. Yeah, I'll look forward to that. Uh, lots of ice cream. That's a good tip. Uh, <laughs> show the teeth pulling on the live stream. Yeah, that'd be fun for you. Uh, not for me, though. Uh, I'm hitting the beach on Saturday for a week and plan on listening on Monday on the beach in New Jersey. Nice. Uh, Raf Rafco Nater is in as well. Uh, it's really, really good to see you there. Right, let's hop back in and take a look at screen share again. So we can have a look at some cloud storage solutions and... Uh we have got, uh, well, we've got uh, the big daddy options, uh, first being Dropbox, and I'm showing the UK pricing here. Um, oh, yes, my demo has now run out on, uh, or is running out on Audio Finder. Um, so, yeah, have a look here. I'll just show you the, uh, the pricing options here for Dropbox alone. So you can see here, uh, standard business, which uh, business plan is what I'd recommend if you're doing audio for the business, uh, £10 standard or £15 advanced. Uh, and you do get two terabytes of storage space, uh, which is pretty generous. Uh, but for audio, and particularly video, uh, you can run out pretty fast. So you'd probably need to look at the £15 plan. And I have to say, actually, we were with Dropbox uh, for a very long time, pretty much since the start, actually, um, since it came out and all the way through with Music Radio Creative, we've been using Dropbox. But also, alongside Dropbox, um, we also use uh, what used to be known as Google Apps for Business. Now it's known as G Suite. Uh, so we already use all those services for like email and calendar and stuff like that. And then uh, Google came along and did this killer thing. And they said, right, OK, we want you all to upgrade. And if you do, for this price, I think it's something like $7.99 a month, dollars or pounds, something like that. So uh, much less than, than Dropbox are charging. We will give you unlimited storage on Google Drive. And uh, yeah, you can, you can put whatever you like in there. Uh, you can back up your Google Photos at full resolution, which I think is amazing. And um, really, for me, it was a no-brainer because, well, for, for £8 a month compared to 15 or even 10 uh, not only were we getting all of our G Suite apps, but we were also then getting unlimited storage. So it was like literally a no-brainer brainer um, cut your costs business decision overnight um, the only thing here to get the unlimited storage that Google mention uh, is that you need to have a uh, five or more users if you have four or fewer users they just give you a terabyte per user I think well, that might be a terabyte combined. Uh, so, yeah, terabyte, I would say, is not enough. I think uh, we're, we're way over using a terabyte now here at Music Radio Creative. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you've got the amount of people to use your G Suite and uh, 
you you can you can pay for that. I I highly recommend it. I think it's a brilliant uh, deal. So uh, Google Drive G Suite is who we're with. But one of the problems I had with Google Drive was the um, the app, the native app, the Drive app that you download. I found it super buggy. Like I really did not like the Google Drive app, and I don't think many other people in our business <laughs> got on well with the the native Google Drive app. You know, the one that well looks like a, a spinning uh, triangle. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just kept having problems with syncing. It said there were duplicate files, and then it was duplicating everywhere. Uh, sometimes it just wouldn't sync certain files so the files wouldn't come down uh, so we're kind of going oh my goodness what are we going to do we've just found this great way to save money and now it's not working properly so I'm pleased to say and I've been waiting for 40 minutes to do this in the live stream we found we found a great piece of software called InSync. no not that in sync <laughs> Sorry, you have to you have to pleasure me there for a second. I, I was waiting to to drop that one in. InSync, that's right. The most powerful Google Drive client ever built is what they claim. And I can say actually, we've been with them now uh, since about the start of the year. And this is yeah, it's a Google Drive client for. Uh, Mac, but not only Mac, it also works for Windows and Linux as well. It's got a 15-day free trial if you want to try it out. Uh, InSyncHQ.com is where you need to go. And it extends Drive's functionality, um, but it's got some really cool features in here. You can deal with multiple accounts, which you can't do in Google Drive natively. So you, if you've got a personal Google Drive and a business one, you can switch. Uh, really killer feature that I'm using to back up. Uh, all of your Google Docs, I don't know if you know this, uh, but all of your Google Docs are only in the cloud. So you don't, you never back up your Google Docs to your Drive. And we work, we run the business through Google Sheets and uh, Google Docs. And if for whatever reason we lost those sheets in the cloud, they'd be gone. Uh, but not within sync. Sorry, not with, not with, not within sync. Because they will convert Google Docs to Office Docs, which is fantastic. So you can actually keep a, a local copy, and it does it all seamlessly, and it converts back when you go back to the cloud. So that's pretty cool. Lots of other geeky stuff there if you're on a Linux or a Raspberry Pi. I mean, you could even, what, what I thought about is you could even have a Raspberry Pi or a Linux server somewhere uh, plugged into uh, like a, a big hard drive, like a five terabyte hard drive. And you could have like your own little cloud storage Raspberry Pi that was in syncing between your Google Drive all the time so that you could say, OK, well, I've got a, I've got a copy on my, on my computer. I've got a copy on this Raspberry Pi uh, sort of, what would you call it? You'd call it a NAS, wouldn't you? NAS. Uh, network attached storage and I've got it synced in the cloud so this is a good way to have your belt and braces uh, data backup plan in place uh, and yeah a ton of other awesome stuff they've got a great support forum uh, so yeah big shout out going to InSync. we miss you InSync. I don't know if they thought about the uh, the 90s boy band when they named that product, but I thought it was uh, it was rather good. Uh, so there we go. So yeah, cloud storage, pretty good stuff. I'm going to wrap up this section in about three minutes and get back to your comments. Uh, do post where you are watching from, by the way, in the comments, particularly on Facebook Live. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Uh, so obviously, yeah, Google Drive versus Dropbox, we can have that debate, but there's also OneBox as well and a ton of other stuff out there. Uh, but I don't know... G Drive and the the Dropboxer, they are the biggest out there, aren't they? And uh, really, they've got the best technology. I found anything outside of sort of Google Drive and Dropbox, and you were losing uh, features that I felt we really needed in the business. Like, for instance, I know both Dropbox and Google Drive um, do have revisions on. Uh, so, uh, for instance, this is maybe not too crucial or maybe it is, if you're working on a multi-track session, if you overwrite that session, it will keep all the revisions of that session so you can go back into your Google Drive and restore an old revision. Uh, the way I use that is when we back up our websites, uh, we back them all up to Google Drive because it's free, and uh, we we get nice revisions. So every day at like 3.30 in the morning, a backup runs uh, to Google Drive, and I don't need to keep duplicating new, new, new files all the time. Uh, what I do is I overwrite a file, so I create something like musicradiocreative.com.tar.com, 
GZ, which is a zipped version of the site. Uh, and then I just overwrite that file every day. And then if, for instance, I say, oh, no, something went wrong a week ago, I can go back to Google Drive and I can restore the seven days old uh, version of the Music Radio Creative website, uh, deploy it back to the server and, and boom, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, everything works. <laughs> so just to wrap up this section on uh, cloud storage, we do use this as well. Amazon S3, uh, which is uh, sounds awfully uh, imposing when they say object storage built to store and retrieve any amount of data from anywhere. It's like, oh, this is not for me, the end consumer. Yes, you do need to be a little bit geeky to work with Amazon S3. It's not as easy as uh, Dropbox and Drive. Um, but what it will do for you is it, it just kind of plums in and out. It has really super sweet kind of API stuff going on or, you know, uh, whatever you call it, JSON. You can get the JSON and you can figure out what's in there. Um, so Amazon S3, we use, that is linked in uh, really tightly to our website. So when we send the final order out, you know what I was talking to you about at the start of this show, having different order numbers, um, well, then we can zip them up and send them to Amazon S3. And then uh, we uh, a link gets generated inside our, our CMS panel. And then uh, an Amazon S3 link is, uh, is dished out to the client where they can download it. And technically, unless something goes wrong, uh, their audio should be available on S3 forever. And the best thing about S3 is the storage is pretty much the cheapest on the internet. Uh, so you're not really going to beat Amazon S3 in terms of uh, storage space. Uh, so if you have a website, uh, particularly the Music Radio Creative community, which is over here, community.musicradiocreative.com, uh, all your media uploads, like your images and MP3 files, uh, get stored on S3 uh, because it's much, much cheaper to store an image and a media file on S3 than it is to run up space on uh, something like Linode, which I use for hosting websites, and then having to pay for more space on Linode. And they also have a service called Amazon Glacier, uh, which I've not played with too much. But from what I understand, we could say, okay, all orders we've uploaded to Amazon S3 that are more than a year old, put them into Amazon Glacier. And that's uh, even cheaper storage of like old files, basically files you don't think you're going to need very quickly. And um, what Glacier does, it pretty much does what the name says. It freezes those files for you. So if you want them, you can get them, but I think you have to make a request. So you have to say, right, I want order number 112103. And then Amazon will say, well, okay, I can get you that order, but it's going to take four hours, okay? Come back in four hours and you can download the file. So that's how they kind of deal with that. Uh, maybe it literally does go into a freezer, the file, and then they have to send a little man to go and pull the file out the freezer and upload it to the server. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's uh, that's another good thing you can do if you want to save a bit of cash. And I think you can write automations that work pretty nicely with S3 to do that. So, uh, so there you go. That is a look at how we do uh, cloud storage at Music Radio Creative. We'll get into the, uh, the final session. Audio Finder is moaning at me because I haven't purchased it. Bye. <laughs> I think it's gone now for good. Thank you. Right. Okay. So let's... Um, Let's go back now uh, as we're 47 minutes into the show. This show has, has gone by really fast. And like I say, again, if you're brand new to the show, uh, do come back for another episode. This one has been a heck of a lot of a monologue <laughs> and not much actually uh, audio creation, apart from this little audio creation. In sync, the most powerful Google Drive client ever built. Uh, so, yeah, uh, most episodes we actually go into the digital audio workstations and we're creating audio. So just a heads up, because I do see that a few of you are new here in the chat. Uh, right, what have we got here? Uh, crikey, it's so hard to keep up with all of these comments. I do apologize if I, I miss your comments. I'm going to need at some point a producer or some piece of software that can flag comments that are worth mentioning every 15 minutes. Um, if anybody knows of a piece of software that can kind of collect comments uh, or somebody can, a third person can use, a third party can use to notify me of, of comments, that would be really handy to, uh, to plumb in. 
Um, right, what have we got here? Great tips on storage. Never looked into G Suite before. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's right, Scott. Yeah, the native Google Drive app is a huge uh, resource user. We noticed that, particularly uh, with some people we work with uh, who don't have very powerful PCs. They were like, uh, my task manager says my CPU is all used up by Google Drive. So that's why I recommend InSync instead of Google Drive. Uh, I'm not doing that, by the way. Every time I say, anytime I say in sync, it just plays. Uh, please don't copyright uh, ban me, uh, YouTube. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so yes, a lot of laugh in the uh, in the chat about in sync, in sync, in sync. Uh, right. Um, I should make a backup. Street Boys. Oh, I haven't got a Backstreet Boys sampled hand. Sorry about that. But yes, backup backups are so important. Uh, if you're working with clients, you must do it. And if you if you hook in, if you actually go and hook in in sync with a Linux server or a Raspberry Pi, uh, then you can you can have your own little backup, which I think is really cool as well. Uh, Bizzle Media is watching from Wrexham, which is nice here in the UK. Uh, greetings from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Texas, people say howdy. That's nice. Uh, what's your microphone? Uh, you can find that all at community.musicradiocreative.com. There's a nice post, and it tells you all the equipment I've got in the studio, so everything will be there. But this is a rather nice microphone. Um, what else have we got here in the chat? I still find it immensely challenging to keep track of large qualities of audio files copied over from a field recorder after a long day of recording. The importing uh, different takes into a session. There you go. Interesting. Well, let's uh, let's hop back in for the last ten or so minutes, and I wanted to show you in Adobe Audition. Uh, you're probably familiar here with the uh, the files window here. These are all your active files right now in Audition, and we can switch between them. Uh, most of you who use Audition will already know about this, but the media browser is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Audio Finder is a level up, definitely, from the native Audition uh, Media Finder, Media Browser. Um, But you can do cool stuff here. I always enable this button, by the way, autoplay. And then when I have that on, when I'm clicking files, it's starting to play the audio back. And I can stop it here. Or um, if it's a a sound effect, uh, let's go into, where are we here? Library, imaging sound effects. And let's go in and find some imaging sound effects. So here... If I, there is one nice uh, zippy sound effect. If I tip, switch on loop playback, I can get a loop, so I can keep hearing a loop like that. Um, so yeah, basic uh, media browser here, which I always have set up here uh, in in one of our folders that we use, and you can you can switch back and forth uh, your recent uh, folders here in Adobe Audition. So I always like to uh, have our imaging libraries categorized. And further still, and I've still yet to do this, so this is a place I can improve, I would like to categorize our sound effects better or imaging effects. So we have like, that's beepy, that's static, that's a riser, that's a pad. Uh, so I think you should have different folders for that. It'd be nice also to have them categorized by BPM. And another thing, uh, we pretty much already do this with music beds. Uh, we do have like the genre there. So I can go in and say, right, I am working on... Progressive House, uh, and then I can go in and find all the Progressive House tracks uh, that we have access to. So that works out pretty well. Um, But I thought I might finish up over in Logic and show you some file organization over here. And uh, this is uh, a cool little trick that I learned the other day. In fact, uh, let me find, uh, see if I can find on YouTube, because I'd really like to to shout him out because he's pretty good. Uh, Apple Loops Logic Pro. Um, which one is it here? Uh, yeah, it's the Music Tech Help Guy. So I've been watching him on YouTube quite a lot recently. Let me post a link to his YouTube channel. Uh, he does tutorials on Logic Pro and uh, he's really cool. And I watched one of his videos the other day and uh, obviously you've got the Apple loops over here, which are really cool, open and close there, or just hit the O key to open and close. And you can go through and you can find loops for your audio project. So 
We've gone through this on other uh, streams before. And the best thing is they'll play to the beat of whatever you're playing. So you should be able to sync that up. Uh, if I start this and I start a loop, it should sync, hopefully, uh, to the singing. Let's try. Brain smashing, mind blowing, non-stop remixes. M-R-C. So that's good. Um, but the music tech help guy uh, taught me that you can actually make an Apple loop yourself. Now, this is great if you're working in Logic. Let me just drag that over, by the way, so the comments don't conflict there with your, your wonderful uh, chat that's going on out there. Um, so you can create your own Apple loops. And I thought, well, this is fantastic, especially as I'm currently working on putting together some jingles for uh, the new MRC.FM uh, YouTube online 24-7 radio station. Uh, that's my, my, my secret uh, side project at the moment. And I do want to use the song MRC a lot, but I don't want to have to open up a big session like this all the time with like uh, 14 or 15 different audio files. I really want a nice bounced down version of this MRC logo that I can use as an Apple loop that is synced to a tempo. So a really cool way of organizing stuff that you've got is, and uh, let's uh, zoom in here and have a look at, so this is the MRC bit here, and we can zoom and have a look at this. So now we've got all of that singing here. So say, for instance, I wanted to uh, select everything and bounce in place uh, all of this. Let's just call it that. That's fine. And we should get a nice bounced file down here. Now, I haven't done any processing on this, and that's besides the point because I'm not showing you processing today. I am showing you uh, saving an Apple loop so you can access it at any time. Um, now, what apparently you have to do is let's uh, zoom out and zoom in to this one down here you need to go to the marquee selection tool which i've actually got on my command hotkey here and then you need to select all the way up to hang on let's change it from snapping to bars instead of smart and then we'll snap to the bars here uh there we go roughly does that seem right no that doesn't seem right hang on something's not quite right with this now we've got something a little bit better okay slightly off um, let me just go to a smart snapping again because I'm not sure how accurate this is. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to be like that. So it should be somewhere around there. Yeah, it should be around. Oh, so that is right. Yeah, okay. I thought that was wrong, but that's right. So bar snapping and marquee selection tool over here. And then we're chopping there, so delete. And then again, marquee selection to the bar. Um... And again, this is a bit untidy. I can see a bit of old audio on the end there. Uh, but hopefully, if I just play this bit... M-R-C! M-R-C! Now, obviously, that's not a perfect loop. If I was doing this for real, I would definitely tighten that up and cut off the, the starting of .fm. But now, the way you can bring it in is uh, you just drag it across to Apple Loops here, and it'll give you an option here. And you only get the loop option if you do the marquee delete, by the way. Otherwise, it'll be a one-shot, which doesn't retain uh, tempo and key information. So you can save it as an Apple Loop. You can put it wherever you want. Uh, you can call it MRC Sung, like that. And you can categorize it as you want. Create... And then it should save there. And now if I search my Apple Loops, MRC, oh, here's a, a loop I made earlier, by the way. Um, but you can see, yeah, four beats, uh, tempo 120 BPM, key of C. I'm not sure if the key is right there. So I don't know if I, maybe I need to go in and change that somehow. But now if I bring this MRC! back, well, first MRC! of all, you'll hear that loops MRC! eternally. So a great way to organize... MRC! stuff that you're using all the time just going to stop that for a second uh so yeah if you've got like sonic logos and stuff you use all the time say on your radio station this is a, a really good way to do it you can drag this over like this and drop it in and then obviously do the old apple loop thing out so loop that around which is great uh but i did uh pop something together earlier so let's just drag just a very basic synth and uh, another sung f uh, vocal here that I can pop in here. Uh, take that off solo and uh, just a very basic. MRC. Oh, hang on, we're snapping back there. Let's go over here. So. MRC. 
So, yeah, I mean, Apple Loops, really, really handy. Great way of organizing if you're using Logic. There you go. I just wanted to throw in a little bit of a Logic bombshell uh, for any of the uh, Logic users watching the stream today. But I hope you found this uh, really handy today. We started off with some Adobe Audition hacks. Uh, saving selection as is a great thing to remember to use in Adobe Audition. Also, saving all your markers. If you've got a big voice session and you want to save out all the audio from there, um, the possibility of choosing between Dropbox and Google Drive. I found Google Drive and G Suite to be a no-brainer, but I didn't like the Google Drive app, so I opted to use InSync. which you can access at InSyncHQ.com. Uh, I also touched on Amazon S3, Amazon Glacier, uh, oh, and the Music Radio Creative T-shirts that you can buy now at mrc.fm slash T-shirt, which is very nice indeed. Uh, I talked a little bit about uh, this service here uh, for restreaming, mrc.fm slash restream. If you want to create your own restreamed uh, online video uh, live cast across the internet on multiple different platforms. And... Uh, I also threw in a great resource that Ule brought up, uh, Ule from Norway. Uh, I uh, just got the demo version of Audio Finder, which seems to be pretty good. And that is around $70 to buy. And it's got stuff like key and pitch and BPM and all that good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, and it gives you metadata as well. So really, really good stuff uh, for your audio if you like it. I have not got any more time to mention your comments, but I really do appreciate them. So thank you for that. Uh, thank you for the super chat today. I'm very, very grateful to Scott Davis, uh, who started the show today with a nice super chat on YouTube. I will be back tomorrow for another session with you. But in the meantime, do keep the conversation going at community.musicradiocreative.com. Thanks for listening to the audio podcast version of my live video streams. Catch the next one live, 2 p.m. UK time, Monday to Friday at mrc.fm slash live. Yeah.